Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJaso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is a place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my lovely friend. Today, I wanted to share with you a little mini chat, a mini session, if you will, just something that I find myself in from time to time that I wanted to share on. Now, you know that feeling, you nailed that session, you love the image, but then it comes editing time. You open up the image in Photoshop and you hit a freaking wall. Now, I'm a voracious lifetime learner and I'm always curious about how others edit, their process, their vision, and where they take an image. I love to learn, but honestly, you guys, sometimes in my quest for knowledge, I get a bit confused on who I am, what I like, what I want to shoot, and how I like to edit. Now, for business and branding, we often hear consistency is king, but for me, to be perfectly honest, you guys, when it comes to my art, well, consistency kind of feels boring. It makes me feel stuck, and it makes me feel really uninspired. And I realized I'm far more hardwired to want to create art than just a consistent product. Now, the thing is, it also doesn't have to be an either-or. I can create consistent streamlined products my clients love, but I can also create art that challenges me as an artist. They just might not be in the same sessions. So in this episode, we are going to dive into what to do when you're having an artistic identity crisis and my eight tips to combat it. So as a producer of major online events, I'm always on the hunt mining for amazing talent and excellent artists. Not only to bring you guests and instructors that share so much wisdom and knowledge on the podcast, but also amazing instructors I can bring and help you learn through our retreats and through our academy. Now, friends, this becomes a little bit of a double-edged sword for me because as I continue on my own quest to find people who excel in a niche or area, I inadvertently start to compare. Now, as humans, our brains are hardwired to fit in, to be part of the tribe, But as an artist, we want to stand out. So our brains really just get really confused. Now, an artistic identity crisis can completely feel jarring. It's like when you've forgotten who you are, what you like, where you fit in, or if you can or you want to stand out. You don't even know what you want, what you like, or really who you are. It's easy to feel pressure to conform, to try to fit in instead of standing out. Because we all want to feel like that popular tog with a zillion followers on Facebook. But if you're creating art to fit in versus art to feed your soul, it honestly kind of feels empty anyways. Even to this day, when I post images on Instagram, I lose followers, and that really shakes my confidence. So from my experience, I need to remember where my artistic confidence actually comes from, and I can tell you it's certainly not shooting for likes. We get so caught up in external validation for those dopamine hits. They're like little cookies. They come in the form of thumbs up and hearts. But that's not where our true artistic confidence comes from. It comes from creating work that we truly love and align with. So you might need to ask yourself this question from time to time and recenter yourself if you need to. Who are you shooting for? 
Now, one of the biggest helpful pieces of advice was to make sure each session I do, I do at least one image just for me. Now, I want to share with you my eight tips that help me get out of my own way when I'm starting to feel stuck and confused. Number one, stop taking yourself so seriously. For reals. One of the best pieces of advice was, they are just pixels, you can't hurt them. Now this is where my perfectionism rears its ugly head because it's not so much perfection that I'm chasing, it's habitually avoiding failure. And in my weird lizard brain, somehow I rationalize that if I don't try, then I can't fail and everything will be just fine. But the problem is that it's not. I get sad, I get stuck, and then I won't let myself make mistakes. I overthink an idea to death, that it feels less like a project I was excited about and more like a have to and don't want to than a get to. So my reminder to you is if you sometimes get here to stop taking yourself so seriously, literally no one is rooting for you to fail. No one is watching you so intently that you're judging your worth on an image you produce. Just keep making stuff. Number two, nourish your creativity. What is a dream session you've always wanted to do? Start planning it. We get so caught up in producing, serving clients, feeling like we are on this hamster wheel of shoot, edit, rinse, repeat, that we forget that play and joy is essential to creativity. It's like buying a beautiful plant and then keeping it in a pitch black room with only a TV in front of it, showing it a beautiful garden of plants living their best lives on the screen in front of it. It needs water and sunlight and nourishing things to help it grow. It doesn't sit in a dark room watching other plants live their best lives in front of the screen. That plant thrives when it's loved and nourished, and you do too. Number three, let yourself take bad photos. Legit, I need to remind myself of this over and over and over. I have to stop comparing my SOOCs straight out of camera for those just getting started to the polished and edited finished work I see online. It's like comparing a bag of organic groceries to a five-course chef-prepared meals. Two very different things and two very different stages. Number four, stop putting so much pressure on yourself to create and produce. This is a bit of a hustle-itis that really gets me stuck in, and we start tying our self-worth to the amount of work we can pump out. And you know who hates that? Our creativity. Our creativity needs space. It needs rest to let our brains rest and just start coming up with new ideas. It's hard to find inspiration when you're exhausted, so stop expecting yourself to. Number five, look for unusual places for inspiration. Now, over the weekend, I hit up a a local secondhand shop and I found myself in the corner looking at collector plates. I could feel my excitement and my inspiration start bubbling up. It was coming back inside me. So if you are finding yourself in that rut, start looking for inspiration in unexpected places. Could be books, movies, Pinterest. But for me, my biggest lightning strikes of inspiration are when I'm really not in front of a screen. So start exploring. You never know what you might find and what you're going to create from it. Number six, rest. My friend, legit, if you are burnt out, stop trying to push through it. I just recently hired a personal trainer and we schedule recovery days because we need them. And your brain does too. There's a misconception that somehow rest and productivity are two different things. Rest is imperative to being productive because if you don't, you overwork. And I know this from years of experience doing it to myself, that when you don't rest, you become bitter 
angry, sad, resentful, and most of all, your creativity just hides away until you're happy and joyful again. So if you really just need rest more than anything, and if you feel the need that you need that permission to slow down, oh my friend, this is my permission slip to you. Take some rest. Number seven is take action. When inspiration strikes, act on it. That idea picked you for a reason, and it wants to be let loose into the world. Let it out. And number eight, my final tip is learn something new. Now, my biggest growth comes when I invest in new things and I learn new things. Heck, that's literally why we created our online retreat series, because I know firsthand what it feels like to feel stuck, uninspired, and bored. We created it because I needed it too. So my friend, the next time you find yourself like Alice in Wonderland down that rabbit hole of self-doubt and confusion, come back to my eight tips. Identify what it is you truly need and start creating art that you love. I'm sending you so much of my light and love today and every day. We'll see you next time.